You're listening to a download from the Wrexham Supporters Association's football commentary. For more podcasts, blogs and video logs, visit us at www.wrexhamfan.co.uk. Final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's football commentary. You've got to say, this is cruel on Wrexham, who have fought back with genuine spirit. There is the final whistle. And, well, it's all summed up by Tremarco, who falls flat on his back in disappointment. Wrexham undone by errors in the first half. They lose 2-1 here at Wickham. The Wrexham supporters applauding their effort. They roared their team on. And in the second half, Wrexham had promotion chasing Wickham on the rack, especially after they went down to 10 men. But despite the superb efforts of three half-time substitutions, Gareth Evans, Neil Taylor and Sam Easton, Wrexham come out of this with a defeat and it was elementary errors in the first half which cost them it. It was a game which was ruled by the wind. I mean, I, I make my notes with one side's chances down one side of the page and the other side's down the other. And I've only put one <laughs> attack of note against the wind in the entire match. The first half was all Wickham and in a strange sort of way you could say Wrexham defended pretty well in the first half apart from the stupid individual errors which cost them two goals. The first 14 minutes were devoid of incidents. Wickham playing neat attacking football into the, uh, with the wind at their backs weren't looking likely to really cause any problems and puncture Wrexham's defence until the 14th minute when Gavin Ward, who clearly was having problems kicking into the wind, hit a poor goal kick straight to Leon Knight, who carried it forwards and drove a shot beyond Ward and inside the left post to give Wickham the lead. There were little opportunities after that, really. Martin had a speculative effort from 25 yards out, which went wide. But then in the 21st minute, another catalogue of errors gave Wickham another goal. Another poor kick by Ward, who had McLeish standing on him to try and put him off. He put the ball straight to Tremarco, left-hand side, 30 yards out. And foolishly, Tremarco stooped and headed the ball back, looking to find Ward. But he was never going to find him. McLeish was standing there, was always going to get there first. And with Ward stranded, McLeish walked past him and tapped it into an end empty net. Tremarco, who I said looked traumatised at the final whistle and was still upset as he walked off the pitch, surely looking back on that and realising it probably cost Wrexham a share of the points. After that, still Wickham didn't create all that much, or Wrexham were constantly under the caution, absolutely no attacking threat whatsoever. They could have got a third when Holt beat Llewellyn to a head on the edge of the air and helped onto McLeish, who clear on goal, lifted it over Ward, but hit the bar and the ball rounded to safety. But that was it, really, in terms of actual creativity from Wickham. That was the only chance that Wrexham didn't help them tee up in the whole first half of the win behind them. Wrexham had a further blow to suffer, though, in injury time when Jeff Whitley took a blow to his knee and had to go off, and Wrexham had to reshape. However, the reshaping was massively successful. Taylor, Evans and Easton came on and all played their part as Wrexham shifted to a 4-2-4 and just launched caution to the wind and tried to create as the gale was blowing behind them. Easton on the left-hand side was terrific and the fulcrum of a lot of Wrexham's efforts. Taylor, in an unfamiliar central midfield position, really had great presence and Evans at the back showed good forthright form. And Wrexham began to create and began to push on. Easton teed up through Allen, who took it past his man and from 25 yards out, hit a rocket of a shot which fielding about to tip over from the corner, but the first of many in the second half for Wrexham. It was played to Fluello from the edge of the area, drove in a powerful shot too close to the keeper. Then in the 54th minute came hope for Wrexham. A Tremarco free kick from the halfway line. Gareth Evans flicked it on and Proctor from the penalty spot lashed a powerful shot inside the left post, fielding at absolutely no chance whatsoever. Proctor from then on really looked sharp and dangerous. Some excellent one-touch play ended in Taylor feeding a lovely ball in and Proctor looked to be clear until Johnson made an excellent last 
pitch challenge on the edge of the box. Then Broughton, with a speculative effort, hooks one on, which went just wide. All this time, Wickham still played some neat passing football, but their only real chance came when a cross by Holt from the right, intended for strikers in the middle, bypassed the ball, and Woodman on the left-hand side cut in and drove in a powerful shot, much too close to Ward. He still could hang on to it, it bounced off his chest, and luckily for him, Spender was there to clear. But then came a turning point, just under 15 minutes left, and Easton once more causing problems down the flank, cut inside, Tommy Doherty slid in, tripped him up, and Clive Penton, the referee, doesn't tend to give red cards, had no option but to show a second yellow and send a Wickham midfielder off. And down to ten men, Wickham from then on were just clinging on definitely, but Wrexham couldn't find that breakthrough. Proctor with a free kick from the left-hand side, ripped it with great pace and power, feeling the brilliantly to come across and palm it around the post. Then Easton cutting from the edge of the box hit a powerful shot as well but the keeper got down low and took it comfortably again Easton pulling the ball in to the edge of the box finds Hall in Hall nipped past his man and from six yards out drew a shot across the keeper Fielding getting down stuck his foot out and it somehow squeezed over the bar good work by the keeper but an awful lot of luck in that and in an injury time one last opportunity Easton again floating it in Proctor ten yards out got up and headed it on target but too close to the keeper and Paul despite all Wrexham's huffing and puffing they just couldn't take advantage of the wind. No, that's right, mainly because uh, Drew Broughton didn't have his best game today. I think, as you've remarked, I mean, we've seen it before. If he plays two games in three days, then he does tend to struggle. But in any event, I mean, my man of the match, as far as Wickham were concerned, was David McCracken, uh, who, who controlled the centre of their defence. And, of course, if we're not getting the flick-ons from Drew Broughton, um, then there's nothing for uh, Hall on one side and um, Proctor on the other two run onto and consequently all there was you've said we huffed and puffed um, in the end we're coming away with this game no point six points from safety uh, the the difficulty was all in all that we gave this game away we probably deserved a point over the 90 minutes at the very least but it was two silly mistakes in defence in the first half instead of because the wind was so strong battening down the hatches and making sure that we didn't concede or if we conceded one that's how it remained um, still we're still not down yet it's a matter of keep on fighting and if we show the spirit of the second half and possibly even the formation from the second half hopefully we can get something from the important games we've got coming up I mean we've got pretty much all the, the other bottom five teams in the next five or six games I think we've got to play well, yeah, his final point I was wondering about as well. This, I mean, Rex have struggled to create. They've looked solid, but struggled to create. Well, this, well, four-four-two or four-two-four, in essence, it was. Is that maybe a way forward? Well, yes. I mean, there's certainly a phrase which comes to mind. Three words. The two last words are or bust, because that's pretty much what we're starting to get get to now. We have to pick up wins. Uh, not being beaten isn't going to do it for us of course Brian Little has a reputation of being a bit of a cautious coach and it certainly steadied the ship when he came in we stopped losing uh, games we stopped shipping a load of goals but now we've got to go out and actually win win games um, uh, for every bit as good we were in the second half we were you know probably twice as poor in the first half which is a shame I mean it's um, it's uh, it's a hard one for us to 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 call first time for a long time that we've been that poor I think you know in terms of you know we've had some games where we haven't played overly well but we've never uh, had a game where we can look at and think we could work harder and be brighter and getting amongst them um, again I don't want to I'm not looking for excuses but you know I mean I think another 24 hours would have been nice for us to have just prepared for the game 
and it looked as if it needed a little bit of a, a run around to just get the lads going a little bit you know but um, um, that's about the only uh, excuse if I'm looking for excuses which I'm not but I mean I think it ha it's a factor um, but you know we uh, we shook it up at half time we said look you know got to be brave here got to try something different um, uh, both Richard Hope and uh, Phil had been booked and I just didn't want the sending off um, and that gave me license to try something different you know but uh, a young Neil in midfield where he's never really played for me before uh, Gaz who's just come back and, and been suspended for four games but just threw him in um, and, and went to a you know more of a 4-4-2 Sam coming on the left hand side did well I mean all, all in all the second half performance was good I think we're unlucky not to have got a point in the end I think we're very unlucky um, uh, you know we the goalkeepers pulled off a good save um, uh, Michael Proctor's missed it. not like an easy header. It was hard to get power on his header. Uh, I think there was a shot that just somehow spun over the bar. I don't know how that did. It went, I think it was Hawley who got round the back. So we've had enough chances and, and we certainly had them worried in the second half. Um, so, you know, we're pleased with that and a point would have been a massive point for us today. Um, but um, it hasn't happened and, and we're a bit gutted. But I think... Um, I think our fans saw us at least react and try and roll our sleeves up and get stuck in, and, and that's important. But I think the bottom line from our, our point of view is we can't afford 45 minutes like that in our position. You know, it's a long 45 minutes for us. It's a horrible 45 minutes to sit and watch. Um, and, you know, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't give two worse goals away. You know, for all how good Gavin was on... on on Sunday, he's made a couple of mistakes today. You know, he's kicked straight to to young Leon Knight, who was the last person in the world you want to give a one-on-one -on -one with on the edge of the box. And then his second kick wasn't a good kick. And in these conditions, when he, you know, he is a good kicker of the ball, but perhaps just straight out of his hands would be the easier option. You know, and um, for someone of his experience, you know, but we all make mistakes. I've made a million <laughs> over the years, and I'm still making them, I guess. So, you know, you just you have to dig deep. The, the players are disappointed. They know they've reacted properly in the second half. We've made a point of saying already that, you know, we can't have... Um, we can't have... We might have poor performances from time to time, but we can't have lacklustre, almost effortless. I think that's over-the-top effortless, to be honest. But um, we just weren't, we weren't there in the first half at all, you know. Talk about the fans. I think their reaction at the end showed how much they appreciated well, the second half I, I revival. Think, uh, we were unlucky, you know. I mean, they they battered us first half, um, but in the second half, I think we've pretty much done the same to them. And their goalkeepers pulled off a couple of really good saves. Um, uh, certainly, the one off Michael Proctor from the free kick was good. Yeah, we we did fine. I, I can't I can't um, I can't criticise the the second half. I said at half time the fellas right to, at half time. Look, sit down because you're going to have some. There's a couple of brave decisions going on here. Um, I, when Jeff come off, that really just scuppered me a little bit. You know, I mean, I, I probably would have liked to have changed two. We saw last week or, or Sunday when we put the three on, uh, Rob got injured, and we've just got to be careful from time to time. But had to try something, and never been shy of trying something when it's not going right. And, and you know, it nearly worked today. What is the problem with Jeff Whitley? It's a knee problem, knee ligaments, I would imagine. Um, so again, you know that that. That list is getting ever ever bigger for us. Um, you took in a few weeks there, do you think? I, well, I don't know. It's a, I think it's like anything. It's going to be 24 hours before you tell. I mean, Steve Evans played with his knee very sore for the whole of 90 minutes. Um, but the day after then, you know, as you can see, I mean, he's not been anywhere near the team since. So um, uh, 24 hours, 
you know, the knee can stiffen up. I, I can't imagine Jeff being fit for the weekend at this moment in time. And obviously Macclesfield have won, but these um, sort of nights will go both ways. Yeah, no, no, no. I think if we got a point tonight, it would have been brilliant. So we're a point behind where we would have liked to have been tonight. And, um, you know, when you play in the top teams, if you get anything, it's, it is a bonus, you know. But we were unlucky. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of games that are going to be important to us. We're disappointed we haven't got a point tonight, at least. Um, you know, if we got our, if we, you know, we nearly got that second goal earlier, we might have been on, on, on road to winning. I think second half, they were hanging on for dear life. Um, so we're not far wrong. Um, but it's disappointing to lose football matches, um, most especially based on, on the way we played in the first half. But I can't criticise them the way they've gone second half. And I still think we've got a chance. You know, yes, so, so one of the teams has won. We won on Sunday and the other teams lost at the weekend. That, you know, there's going to be a few little turns here and there. And if we lose faith because one of the teams have won today, then, you know, that's wrong as well. Um, we've got a lot of fight in us. Uh, we've got one or two things which tonight we can learn from. Uh, as I've said, uh, we weren't comfortable with our preparation because we were very tired after Sunday. And, and we've had to come straight on the coach today. I mean, it's not ideal. No team at any level would tell you that. And it's not an excuse, but it's not ideal. And, you know, just to have got on the pitch and to have walked through what the opposition do and talked and, and planned it a little bit better would have been important for us. Uh, but I think the nice thing was that, uh, you know, as a group, they responded to what we tried to do at half-time. The response was first class and we were unlucky. Afterwards, I spoke to Gareth Evans, who really impressed coming in in the centre of the fence at half-time. That could have turned out completely differently, couldn't it? It's frustrating to lose a game like that. Yeah, um, very frustrating, really. I mean, first half, we were very poor. Uh, by that time, we mission, every single player was poor. But second half, we, we improved a lot and we missed a lot of chances, really, and then it could have turned out a very different game. And, I mean, heck, you played a big part in that turnaround as well. You must be delighted to come on and you gave a really sound performance at the back. Well, it's just delighted to come on, really, and glad to uh, have some part to play in uh, Procky's goal as well. But uh, I guess that's always good. But um, it doesn't mean, mean much at the end of the day now, since we didn't take anything from the game, so we're still disappointed, really. Yeah, yeah, so the wind was terrific. He couldn't tell so much from the stands, but it really played a big part, didn't it? Yeah, well, as you could tell, they struggled with it in the second half, just like we did in the first half, really, which made a big difference in how we played second half. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I mean... If it was the way around first half, I'm sure we'd have been on top. But it's just, I don't know, we should have any better. Ward, he's, you know, he's, he's chunked a couple of kicks, but, you know, he's been great for us since he's come in, but it's just them couple of mistakes which we need to cut out, really. But, um, you know, as you can see, second half, the way we play second half, and over the course of the past nine, ten games, you know, we're a different side, really. So hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, we'll bounce back now and get another three points next match. You must be pleased to be back in action as well. Did you expect to get a chance so soon after coming back at the, to the club? Um, not really, no. Um, but uh, while, I, while I was banned, obviously I was just training hard and stuff and kept my head down in training and obviously it's paid off really, so glad really, to be honest. Another half-time sub who made a massive impression was Neil Taylor. So Neil, you're the new Steve Gerrard now, are you, Miss Um <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I wouldn't say that sort of thing, but I think just he, he brought three of us on, it was a gamble he had to take and just to life in the game really, just to get us in it and... I think second half we were always. Gonna, I think we were. I, I felt anyway we were always going to be on top of them as long as we pinned them in with that wind, like sort of they did to us first half, and we we always had a chance sort of thing. And in the end, we you know we really felt we should have got a result, but started off too badly. And they were frankly hanging on at the end, weren't they? A shame that we couldn't just you know work the keeper a little bit more or put something not so close to. Him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was even a case of working a keeper more. I just think that ball's got to go in the net. I mean, 
you know, a ball goes across, bounces and flipping goes over the bar. A free kick, Procky takes great save. Sam has a couple of shots, Procky has a header. Ball's bouncing in the box. I mean, you know, on other days they all go in, you end up winning like 6-2, do you know what I mean? But no, we, we left ourselves too much to do first half. It's been a, it's been the story so far of, of what we've been doing and we've, we've got to cut that out. It's not, it's not time to be dwelling on things like that. We've got to cut that sort of thing out right now. So, yeah. There are a few raised eyebrows in the press box when they saw you playing centre mids. Uh, have you played there before? Because you, you looked a natural, to be honest. Um, I, I don't know if I played there before. I played, I, I played there when I was younger, sort of thing. But I don't know. I don't know whether it's just stuck me in there for the sake of it. But I like, I like racket, ratting around in there anyway, and just getting your foot and getting the game going, sort of thing. So yeah, I enjoyed it really. Yeah. At least the, the second half gives something to build on, though, doesn't it? Because you know we have penned back a really good team. In. Yeah, it gives us something to build on. But I think I think we've been building on stuff all season. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's we've just not been actually doing it so we've got we've, we've got to get it out of the way every game like that we've got to get it out of the way we go against Saturday we go beat Berry you know we start climbing the table because we can't we can't dwell on things like that yeah it was good second half but it wasn't good in the first half and it's got to be good through the whole game now this time of the season so <laughs> frankly Taylor's right isn't he the fact is we've often looked like we've got something to build on we haven't built on it uh, coming up now an absolutely immense run of fixtures Wrexham need to has- make that winning habits stick and very very soon we've been Mark Rivers and Paul Jones from the Wrexham Support Association's football commentary final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Support Association's football commentary that was a download from the Wrexham Support Association's football commentary for more information visit www.wrexhamfan.co.uk